It's Kyle. I'm coming at you live. Somewhere a little bit new this week. It's just a different car. <laughs> yes, I'm waiting outside while my daughter is in swim practice. Kind of a funny thing though. Uh, we had a bunch of tornado warnings and people were freaking out and stuff all over uh, Kansas City area today. And I guess a couple tornadoes did touch down in a few spots, uh, not here where I live in this suburb, but uh, her original swim practice got canceled. Uh, so she asked, can I go to the advanced one? To which we were like, okay, well, we'll check. And so my wife uh, emailed them and checked and everything. And they said, well, yeah, we'd love to have her come. And uh, her friend was going to come too, but ended up not making it. She had something else going on. But while we were driving here, we had a very interesting conversation. Um, and uh, she told me that she signed up to take Spanish. Uh, and she's excited about that. I told her that's a great language. Um, it's a good one to kind of get your feet wet as far as learning languages and stuff. Because it's, it does have some similarities to English. Um, and it's a language you would use a lot in this country as well. Um, so, you know, it can take you places. Um, but she said that she was talking to, uh, uh, and they're learning about all kinds of different cultures and languages before they made this decision. And she was talking to a teacher who, uh, and they were learning some Mandarin Chinese. And, uh, she said that her teacher said she'd studied Mandarin for years and then went to China and nobody could understand what she was saying. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I can see that. And I said, you know, uh, because I don't know if you guys all know this, but I do have a, a bachelor's degree in Japanese, uh, East Asian languages and cultures with an emphasis in Japanese language. I also have a degree in film and video production. Um, but Anyway, I had to take a language when I was in college, and uh, my favorite director is Akira Kurosawa, so it was only natural for me to take Japanese, in my eyes. Um, but I, I didn't even know uh, how I would do at it, and I told her. I even thought, you know, oh boy, I'm, yeah, this may be one that I flunk, <laughs> you know, but at least I'll take the language and I'll, I'll see if, I'm, if, it's, if I can do it or not. Um, so I didn't know if I could do it or not. Um, and I ended up not only doing it, but doing it well and getting a degree in it. So what I told her is, you know, you value other people's opinions and stuff, but you need to decide certain things for yourself. And, you know, she's a little nervous coming to this advanced swim practice and all that because the kids are very fast. And she is too, um, but... She just hasn't moved up to that next level yet. She's kind of on her way to going to this practice. It's four nights a week, an hour and a half per night. So it's a lot. She's She would be going from three hours of practice a week to six. It's different. Uh, so it's pretty advanced, and, and it's a big step for her. But uh, they're about ready to, to tell her that she can go to this anyway. And, and when she does, that's when 
you know, everything's going to kick into a higher gear and, and she's going to become a, uh, that next level swimmer, which she's already doing. I mean, she's already swimming great, but, and taking, shaving seconds off, uh, every practice and every meet that she's in, she's already doing great. Um, but when she goes to this practice regularly, that's when she's going to become super badass. So I'm excited about it. But so she was talking about that. And then she brought up the thing about Chinese. And I just told her, look, you, you can listen to the people's opinions. And, and you know, th there's nothing wrong with that at all. But don't ever make judgments based on that. You need there's certain things in your life and in your world that you need to try yourself. Uh, that goes for food. It goes for art. It goes for drink. It goes for uh, movies, you know, which is art. Um, but it also goes for studies. And I told her, you know, I didn't do very good in high school. It's not that I couldn't. It's that I wouldn't. And uh, the reason that I know that that's the case is because I didn't do so great. I mean, I remember being in chemistry and I remember getting a C you know, C, C minus, but I was helping the valedictorian do her homework because she didn't understand it. So I was able to do it. I just didn't try. And, and so when it came time and I had to take a language, I was unsure of myself. If I could, can I possibly fathom uh, Japanese and understand it enough to study it and, and become educated in it? Yeah, I can. And I didn't know that until I tried it. And so I just told her, so you, you need to try that. Just like tonight, you need to walk in there and all these kids are going to be a little bit older than you and a little bit faster than you. And, uh, but there'll be some other 13 year olds in there and they'll be faster than you. You probably won't be touching a lot of feet tonight. What that means is when you're swimming and someone's going slow in front of you, you touch their foot and then they kind of go to the side so you can swim past them. Um, when they're, when you're swimming laps. Um, but anyway, I said, that may not be happening tonight, but I don't know. It may, it may be just exactly what you need to take it to the next level. And she said, you know, I'm just going to walk in there like I'm supposed to be there. And I said, yeah, that's right. You should, because you do belong there. Your mom and I know it, you know it, your coach knows it. Now you just go in there and show everybody else. And she's like, yeah. So it was just a really great moment and a really happy moment for me. I was very proud of her. I'm, I'm very proud of her for going to do this. You know, I've, I've had moments like that with my son, too. And, uh, you know, those are the things that make it all worth it. Make, make being a dad, being a parent all worth it is when things like that take place. And you can see your kids growing up and becoming responsible and taking charge. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I know that doesn't have anything to do with this podcast. Sorry, but I just had to brag a little bit. Uh, let's see what's bugging me. <laughs> well, um, that's tough. I, I, you know, I really don't know. There's lots of things going on in the world. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's bugging me. I mean, there's people that are going to be, I guess I would say people that are unhappy no matter what, you know, um, some people just really get off on being unhappy and, uh, you know, I get it. I, I get that the stimulus and stuff, 
How are we paying for all this? I don't know. But what I do know is that there are studies that prove that for every dollar you spend in a stimulus like this, you earn $2 as far as the economy goes. I mean, you, you don't earn $2, but the economy will grow by $2 or whatever. So I, I don't know how true that is. I'm not an economist and, and uh, I don't want to be because I don't particularly care for it. Um, but, you know, I got to go with the experts on this deal. And uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm hoping that that is what happens. You know, but there are a lot of people out there that are still pretty pissed and they, they think it's a ridiculous thing and everything. I guess what I would tell them is, you know, you should go ahead and give that stimulus check to somebody else then. You know, if you don't want to take it, you should turn around and give it to a charity or something. <laughs> yeah, I bet that doesn't happen. I bet you that doesn't happen. Ideally, what you're supposed to go do with it is not use it to build up savings or anything like that. You're supposed to go spend it in the economy to help the economy grow. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what people will do. I'm, I know a lot of people are just trying to survive right now. And I know a lot of people are, have lost their homes, lost their jobs and their homes, and it's, it's terrible. So I, I do hope that this does help some people and gets us uh, back on track a little bit. You know, I know that the vaccinations are going really well. A lot of people have been vaccinated, and I know they're vaccinating millions of people a day now. So uh, I do have high hopes that'll be coming pretty soon for me um, and my wife, you know. But... Uh, yeah. So I would just say, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's such a problem and you're so pissed off about it, man, you sure shouldn't take that check. You sh maybe you should put return to sender, huh? <laughs> huh? All right. That's all I really got about what's bugging me, man. I, I really don't have much else, man. I, sorry. I'm in too good of a mood after that conversation with my daughter. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the break. And uh, when I come back, We'll talk a little bit about some, I'll talk a little bit. You guys aren't talking to me. You're just listening. But I will talk a little bit about some things that I'm into right now and uh, stuff like that. So let me throw it over to Kyle real quick. Hey, Kyle. All right, we're back. What am I into? Well, I'll tell you what I'm really, really into right now is baseball. Um, my good buddy, Keith Beard. And I were talking, he, you know, as you do, you know, or you don't know, I'm, I'm not sure. The way that I met Keith um, was that my family, we were, we go down to this certain place in, in the, uh, <clears throat> the panhandle of Florida. Uh, we were going, we want to try and go every year, but, you know, we haven't been now for, we won't go this year either. So it'll be two years we haven't gone, but uh, we love this place. It's a beautiful place. I'm not going to tell you where it is because I don't want a bunch of people going there. But it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, we absolutely adore it. And my buddy PP goes there every year too. Same exact place. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. But we were down there, not last summer, but the summer before that. And, uh, you know, we, we'd been doing a couple things and we decided... It was kind of looking like, I think it was raining a little bit, if I remember correctly. We went to the beach that day for a little while, and then it kind of started getting rainy and stuff. So we just went back to the condo and hung out for a little bit and rested up. And then, you know, it cleared off. So we decided, well, we'll go out and get something to eat. And so there's this 
one little bar there and uh, we went ahead and rented the kids wanted to paddleboard so we rented them a couple paddleboards and there's there's a bar there so you just walk up and sit at the bar and you can watch them paddleboard and they were just paddleboarding across the sound um, because the place we go is just a little islet right off of the the coast there um, and so they were paddleboarding around the sound and stuff and it was pretty cool we were enjoying ourselves my wife and I and uh, my wife all of a sudden goes hey look at that guy over there he's wearing Kansas City Royals stuff and I was like what I turned around, I saw this guy, man, he was, he was, he had a Royals hat and a Royals t-shirt on. And so I walked up to him and started talking to him and lo and behold, it was Keith Beard. <laughs> and uh, we became buddies. And so we've been buddies ever since. But yeah, again, we've only met that one time in person, but you know, he's been on the podcast. You guys have heard him and uh, he has, he does his own thing as well too. Uh, Where did wonder if you look that up on YouTube or look it up on Facebook um, and then he has a podcast here on anchor.fm too. I, I haven't, uh, listened to all, all that stuff, but I, some of it I have, but anyway, um, he and I were talking about baseball and he's a big Royals fan. Now he doesn't live in Kansas city. He actually lives in Cleveland or outside of Cleveland, I believe. I don't know, but he's not a Cleveland Indians fan. I can tell you that. Um, he is a Kansas city Royals fan. He grew up as a kid being a Kansas city Royals fan and he loves the Royals. So he and I were talking a little bit, chatting back and forth, and, and he told me that he had got, I think he gets MLB every year, and uh, he watches all the Royals games, of course. Um, but I said, yeah, I haven't gotten MLB TV in a while, man. It's been a couple years. I, I don't know. But then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, that might be just what I need to kind of get me in good spirits and give me something to kind of keep going on in the background this whole summer. And uh, so I went ahead and, and talked to the wife about it and went ahead and decided to sign back up with MLB.tv. And I have a B VPN now, so I can actually uh, bounce around and watch the Royals games, even though they're blacked out in this area. Um, but yeah, it's been a blast, man. I've been watching these games and these spring training games, and it's been a lot of fun. I mean, getting to know the new players, getting to know you know, everybody out there and even new players on other teams kind of watching that. Um, but it, it's been a lot of fun. I've been chatting with him about it. So I'm really into it right now. I'm very excited about this season. It starts April 1st, by the way, if you don't know, that's opening day. Um, but I'm jazzed. I can't wait. So that's kind of what I'm really into right now. Um, I love baseball. I love watching baseball. I love going to the ballpark and watching baseball. But I also really love watching baseball on TV uh, for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's a really calm sport, you know. I mean, when, I, when you get in the playoffs and the World Series, yeah, it's a little crazy. But in general, it's a pretty relaxing thing to watch. It's kind of like golf. I like watching golf also. I grew up around my grandparents, and they watch golf all the time. And I started watching golf. I love to watch golf on TV. Um, so... I like watching baseball uh, for a lot of reasons. Number one, if you're watching it, it's kind of a lazy Sunday afternoon or something. There's a game on or Saturday afternoon. You know, you can have it on kind of in the background on the TV. And you may doze off for an hour or so and wake up and the game's still going. <laughs> I love that, man. That's a great feeling. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I have to give a whole 
uh, a wholehearted thanks to, to my good buddy, Keith Beard, for bringing that up to me and, and uh, getting me back on to something that I really do enjoy a lot. I haven't bought any baseball cards. I'm going to stay away from them because <laughs> those are dangerous, man. Uh, I have a whole bunch that I haven't even opened, actually. I need to get to opening those again. I mean, I have boxes that we've got at this garage sale that are completely unopened from the 80s and 90s. So, yeah, I need to dig into those. There could be a Ken Griffey Jr. card in there, and I wouldn't even know it, a rookie card. And, yeah, that'd be worth a few bucks. So I might have to dig around in those. But it's kind of a seller's market right now for baseball cars and all collectibles, really. Not so much a buyer's market. So anyway, kind of like houses, you know, and pro property right now. It's definitely a seller's market. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I've been into baseball, watching baseball a lot. Other than that, um, what have I been watching? I mean, not much. I did start that Mormon uh, murder documentary that's on Netflix too. Uh, it's interesting. I, you know, all of those documentaries are kind of the same. Uh, and I think somebody posted, I saw a, a meme on this, um, where it said, you know, it had this diagram. It said a murder takes place. And then it had this line coming out from there and it goes into all these crazy squiggles, like all over the crazy, all over the place. You know, it just looks like a big ball of, of string. And then it comes out the other side and says, we don't know who did it. <laughs> That's so true, man. All of those are, are that way. And it, it's really interesting to, uh, to see how that kind of goes. Cause I did watch the, the Cecil hotel one as well. Uh, and that, that one was really interesting too. But again, nobody still really knows what happened. <laughs> um, and I imagine this Mormon one's going to be kind of that way as well, you know, so, uh, but anyway, I, I still like them and I'll, I'll watch them. Uh, what else? I mean, not much. I mean, kind of the same old stuff I've been talking about for a while. Um, yeah, the Snyder cut of justice league comes out this Thursday. Uh, a friend of mine tells me that it's four one hour increments cause it is four hours long now. Uh, this new cut of justice league, <laughs> which I don't know if you've seen the film justice league. Um, from a few years ago, but basically what happened is Zack Snyder was directing this, this film, and then he had a pretty bad situation in his family. There was a death, I believe it was his mother, I'm, I can't remember exactly, but it, it was a real tough one for him, and he had to drop out. Um, and then Joss Whedon came in, uh, who's famous from the Avengers and and he came in and kind of took over. My understanding is that he went out and reshot a bunch of stuff and totally changed the film uh, from the way it was going to be. And then they released it, and it was a dud. I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I, it was pretty bad. Um, anyway, people were calling for this original cut of the film, and Zack Snyder supposedly had shot some stuff, but there weren't any effects done on it yet. It was called the Snyder Cut. And so it got to the point where there was, I think there was a hundred thousand or more signatures on a petition to release the Snyder cut of justice league. And long story short, they have released the Snyder cut of justice league. <laughs> so, you know, here we are, uh, in 2021 and that's coming out. I think the films from 2017 is when the original was released, but 
Yeah, pretty interesting. So I guess he got like $70 million more million to go out and shoot some other stuff and refinish some of these shots and, and all that stuff and uh, complete it the way that he originally meant for it to be completed. And it is this four-hour-long behemoth um, that is dropping on HBO Max and stuff on Thursday. So that'll be interesting. I, I am curious to see it. I'm not a big DC fan. I do like Superman and Batman and, you know, Wonder Woman movies have been pretty good. Um, and I like The Flash. We watched The Flash TV series with my kids and my son was really into The Flash there for a while. So, you know, it'll be interesting uh, because they definitely didn't do Flash very much justice in uh, the the Justice League. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they also didn't do Cyborg very much justice. And my understanding is he's supposed to be the kind of the main character of the film, so... It'll be interesting to see how, whoa, this rainbow is amazing. That's outside. I just now looked up and saw it. Incredible. Holy cow. Um, may have to take a picture of that real quick. I'm going to pause. Wow, man. So I took a picture of it. I'll, I'll put it in the, uh, the photo album that I have for the podcast for you guys. Really cool, man. Just very vivid. The colors. Amazing, man. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Now. <laughs> uh, I know I talked about the Snyder Cut. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, man. Um, I'm still very excited for Godzilla versus Kong. And uh, that'll, that'll be a good one. But, there, I mean, there's not a whole lot out there right now that I'm really all that crazy interested in. Um, but there will be. I know some things will be coming out. I mean, I'm, I definitely really love Dune. And I was pretty bummed out that we didn't get a chance to see that because of this pandemic and stuff. But obviously for good reason. And uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to watching that this fall slash winter also. Definitely. Um, that's about it, guys, on, on things that I'm watching right now. Music. Well, uh, you know, I've been listening to a lot of different things. Um, you know, but... The Black Pumas were on the Grammys. They performed on the Grammys last night. And they were amazing, man. Uh, they did the Colors song, which is their most known song. But they did an incredible job. Uh, definitely really loved it. I think it was the best act I saw all night. And that's interesting because another act that was on there is Anderson Pack and... Uh, Bruno Mars, I think they call themselves Silk Sonic. They have a group called Silk Sonic. They're both in it. And they have a song called Leave the Door Open. And it's pretty great, man. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those 70s uh, soul ballads, you know. It's pretty amazing tune, man. I mean, you got two great voices there. I love Anderson Pack's voice. And Bruno Mars can really belt it out as well. Um, those guys performed. And they had the two other guys in Silk Sonic. And it was cool because they did kind of the, you know, the guy singing in the foreground and then the dancers back together doing dance steps together. It was amazing. It was, <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. I'm not the biggest Bruno Mars fan, but, you know, that's pretty cool. So my wife was loving that as well. We watched that performance. Uh, some of the other performances, though, meh, you know. I will say Harry Styles is a pretty talented guy. And uh, I do like some of his music. I, th I think he's actually a pretty good vocalist. He's only going to get better, 
obviously with age. And then we did also see the BTS performance where they were actually in Korea and they did this crazy performance, man. It's really wild. You should go look these things up on YouTube and check them out if you can, because it, it was really incredible. Uh, I'm not a big fan of theirs either, but you got to hand it to them, man. That thing was so well choreographed uh, and well executed. It, it was really amazing. You know, of course, they did the song Dynamite, which is their first English speaking single that they've ever released. But uh, yeah, I've been listening to that. And uh, I did get my three Shooting Star records. They came in last Friday. So now I have four Shooting Star records. Um, I would like to get Three Wishes. That's another one I would like to get. It's kind of older one. But I have the very first one. I have Hang On For Your Life. And I have, I think it's called Burning. I believe so, with the eagle on the front of it. And then I also have Silent Scream. Um, but Three Wishes is in there, I think, after Hang On For Your Life and Before Burning. Um, so I do want to get that one as well and kind of complete the collection. But, I mean, I got those three for like $17 from New York. <laughs> so And that included shipping. So uh, And they're in great condition. I mean, they sound awesome. So, yeah. Uh, I do have on back order the Mob Rules, the re-release. Um, that will give me all of the Dio albums on vinyl, um, short of when they weren't Black Sabbath anymore. I'm sorry, all of the Dio Sabbath albums. So I have Heaven and Hell right now, and I have um, Dehumanizer, and then... The second one, right after Heaven and Hell, they did Mob Rules. And that, I think that song was in the heavy metal film, actually. Um, but it's, it's a good, that's a good record. It's really short. It's only like 30 minutes, 39 minutes long. Um, but it's a good record. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then they did do another album with Dio, but they weren't called Black Sabbath. They were called Heaven and Hell. And uh, the album's called The Devil You Know. Now, I was able to get that on CD, I can't afford an album of that, man. That the vinyl on that one is 140 bucks is the cheapest I've ever seen it. So I just ain't up for doing that. It, it's great on CD. <laughs> I'll listen to it on there. I've actually already ripped it to flack and I listen to it on my phone. So um, it sounds pretty great. But yeah, so that'll be cool. I'll be happy when I get that. And you know, there's a few other records coming out that I'm interested in. I'm happy that they're going to be doing Record Store Day again, like this June. So looking forward to that. That's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, not a lot of other stuff. Just just spinning those records, man. Um, that new turntable setup is working great. That amp is awesome. I mean, that music sounds amazing on that thing. It really makes the music a lot richer and deeper. So very excited about that. Um, that's about it for listening and then reading. Same old, same old. I haven't really read anything new or different. Um, they did read the last Sweet Tooth book, and there's more coming. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll keep reading those. Um, and then, of course, the, the Star Wars High Republic books, reading those as well and enjoying those. Uh, but, yeah, you know, nothing really new. That's pretty much it. Uh, nothing really that I'm thinking about that's coming that I'm so super excited about. Pretty much anything Jeff Lemire puts out, I'll usually read. Uh, Matt Kent is another one that I'll read most of his stuff as well. Um, that's K I N D T. But uh, I'll put some of these covers in the in the the photo album as well. You can check them out if you want. 
that's all I got, guys. Not much else going on. Just the same old, same old, same old Kyle, just here recording these podcasts. This is episode 91. We're about nine away from episode 100. Definitely got to do something special for that. Um, we'll have to see. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. That's about it, guys. Not much else going on. Uh, again, if you uh, guys want to be a part of this or you want to, you know, have some suggestions on some things to talk about, we had, I know Mikey and I had talked about a few other little breakout things we were talking about doing on the side that tie into the podcast a little bit. And we may still do that, but, but uh, we really haven't. Uh, mostly I've just been doing those as special reports. But that may be something that we look to do in the future. So stay tuned to that. Because it could be a cool idea. Uh, we're getting into hail season. Now, Mikey, goes. he does uh, dent removal. Um, you know, So he'll go out and go to different places all over the United States and, and work on cars and make a bundle of money uh, popping these dents. And uh, so he, he's going to be pretty busy this spring into summer. And then the season goes all the way into fall. Um, but, you know, Pee-Pee is around too. And... Uh, and I'm sure he would like to be on again. It's been a long time since he's been on. I know Keith Beard, I'm sure, would like to be on again. We'll see what we can do for episode 100. It's a little ways away. We've got a little bit of time. That's about it, guys. Uh, keep on keeping on. And again, just reach out to me if you uh, have any comments. Oh, the podcast also goes directly to a new WordPress page. And the WordPress is the Dad Snark Podcast. Uh, at or the dad snark podcast.wordpress.com. So the, that site's changed a little bit, but all the new episodes will go up there as they come out, and you can go and listen to the archive on there as well. Um, it ties into, uh, I believe it ties into Spotify. You know, uh, anchor.fm is doing a lot of tie ins with Spotify and, I, and now with WordPress as well. So check that out if you get a chance as well. And that's it. You guys take it. Take it easy, take care, be safe, continue to mask up and do all those right things. Go get your vaccination when you get a chance. Let's eradicate this situation um, and move on past this and have a happier 2021, okay? Until then, though, uh, just one thing, please, get off my lawn.